time to play with pain, where sports and inaccuracy collide. Now, here's your host, veteran sportscaster, and the voice of the International Speed Fishing Championships, Jet Waterhouse. Oh, brother. Hello again, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. My guest today, Glib, quick on his feet, has to be to produce for Adam Carolla, Gary Smith in just a second. But first, time for the Waterhouse Update brought to you by Yamaha, the motorcycle that runs on sweet potatoes. NFL draft set for this weekend in Cleveland. Great. Something to slow down the nightlife even more. Trevor Lawrence is going to go number one to Jacksonville. Said Lawrence, you can't even book a flight from Cleveland to Jacksonville. I'm already screwed. The Jets will pick second, but trust me, it will feel like last. You can watch it on ESPN, ABC, or in the Jets case, Dateline. That item sponsored by Advocats. Finally, cats will fight for you. America's pastime. No, not putting cauliflower in everything. Baseball. Padres take three out of four from LA. Dodgers got bum rushed like Sharon. Osborne, Fernando Tatis Jr., hotter than a spot-welded s'more, and the Angels show, hey Tani, the best double threat since uh, Kate Upton. That item sponsored by Sausage His Own. Customize your Italian sausage at Sausage His Own. NBA, the Brooklyn Nets, like a neighbor who can't stand the smell of your charcoal, they just keep coming at you in an attempt to heal up before the playoffs. LeBron James is going to do a clinic at Lourdes. Soccer! European Super League fell apart faster than a vegan cookie. That item brought to you by Fluow, Hawaii's strongest cold medicine. And finally, this week in sports history, the year 1953, the place St. Louis, Missouri, wrestler Classy Freddie Blassie coins the term pencil-necked geek. We're still waiting for wrestling to top that monumental contribution to society. This Waterhouse Update brought to you by AutoZone. Find out what you ought to do from the know-it-alls at AutoZone. Now it's talk time, finally. My guest today, one of the sharpest knives in the drawer, Key Cog in the Adam Carolla podcast machine. That's like 300 podcasts. Yeah, funny and insightful guy all on his own. Let's talk to uh, all about the NFL draft with Gary Smith. Gary, how are you? Chad, I'm great. Thank you so much for having me on. It's been too long. You have a whole new host of sponsors that I I'm, was not aware of. I mean, from, from Yamaha to Fluow, I mean, there's just, you got some great products there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm banging them in. You know the drill. $15 if I don't screw it up. So that was a clean slate. I went 4-0 during the opening. That's pretty good. That's 60 bucks right in the pocket. Oh, absolutely. But it is $750 if you flub it because their name gets out there, right? Yeah, $750 if you flub it. Yeah, because any press is good press. The draft, lot like a hot blackjack dealer in Vegas, just when you think you know it's coming, bam! You know, let's just look at these first 10 picks. First pick, Trevor Lawrence to Jacksonville and new coach Urban Meyer. Lawrence, six foot six, 220. That's huge. He's uh, out of Clemson. Everybody knows this kid. I think he's going to be fine. Meyer, I think, is going to be a wreck. They may be the only franchise who's going to need an assistant coach just to be in charge of the defibrillator paddles. Because Urban Meyer, is he going to be able to handle this, Meyer? I think Lawrence will. 
Although Jacksonville, Lawrence, yeah, that's a rough place. I think Lawrence will as well, though he's going to have to play in London, what, four times this year probably? Oh, uh, Lord. As for Urban Meyer, I, who the hell knows? But I, I think that he will be helped gazing at his new quarterback who has hair akin to the aforementioned Kate Upton. Yeah, yeah. He's a, he, you know, although I caught him, he did a, a commercial a, a endorsement deal with a cryptocurrency company. Uh, although Jacksonville itself may be a crypt for his career, but the cryptocurrency company and and I'm, I'll tell you this: every time I've seen a kid on TV, I've gone, "Good looking kid." And God, then I saw him in this uh, commercial, Gary, and uh, it didn't look good. Bad angle, bad lighting. Yeah, no, Trevor Lawrence is a looker, but uh, if I ever saw him at a party, it would probably take all the time that I got with him for him to explain cryptocurrency to me because I officially feel old when people start talking about these NFTs and all this nonsense. I'm, I just, you know, I don't know. Yeah, it's got something to do with the blockchain, which as far as I know, is what you lock up the blocking sled with. Sponsored by Blanket Apologies, the second hand linen store. Pick number two. Jets should take uh, BYU's Zach Wilson. That's the uh, uh, progression there. 6'3", 210. Kid, look, have you seen him play? He's, uh, like, he's suave like a water bug, man. He's in now, dancing around for 6'3". That's big. He looks short. He plays shorter than he is in a weird way, and uh, not necessarily a bad way. Uh, this could be a good pick, but it is the Jets, the ghost of Sam Darnold, haunting the ghost of Geno Smith's locker. Wow, Darnold now with the Panthers. He's long gone. This is their hope. They get this kid. Well, the kid, I mean, he's a beast. He's a hes a big, solid kid. He can move on his feet. He threw for almost 3,700 yards in the dreaded COVID season. I mean, he's Yikes. just, yeah. he, he's very solid. And I will say this, anyone who spends four years with the Mormons is going to learn some manners. So he's probably pretty well-spoken as well. Yeah. How's that going to, how's that going to uh, factor in though? In New York City, they're going to strip that away from him in two days. He's probably going to be lucky not to be one of those, uh, one of those crazy families from the Midwest who winds up stranded naked on a, on a subway platform in Brooklyn. He's got, he's got to get his head on straight for that city. Well, I mean, he'll, he'll be, he'll have four letter words hurled, hurled at him when he lands at JFK. I mean, it's going to happen. Yeah. In the so he'll, he'll, he'll be a quick study, I'm sure, but uh, he, he should be able to hang. I think. Hope so. Out of BYU. So if the Jets switch to the Mountain West, they'll be all right. Sponsored by Pinocchio's, Nevada's only all puppet brothel. Pick number three, San Francisco. Here's where it gets juicier than Cardi B's rear end. Favored uh, Alabama's Mac Jones. That's who the Shanahan dude, the head coach, he's kind of leaning towards Mac Jones. Uh, who makes Mike Pence look mobile as far as I'm concerned. Mac Jones, classic kind of uh, six-step drop and toss it. Got some mobility. I'm joking around a little bit. Uh, but I'm, I'm not sure he'll understand the game with no one screaming at him uh, like Nick Saban. So it's going to be a, going to mellow San Francisco under Shanahan and a whole different approach. It's it, If he lands there, can he work there? You know, I, I don't know. I mean, coming off of a season where he threw for 4,500 yards, 41 touchdowns, and just, you know, four interceptions, I don't, he's not going to do that playing for San Francisco. So I no. don't know if he's going to be able to mentally balance the extreme shift in his success last year with yeah. his 
beleaguered offensive line that he will be coming into this year and in the years to come. So it's going to be about the mental adjustment, I think, for him. If he can if he can get his head on straight and accept the fact that he's not going to be throwing up 700 yards a game, he might be okay, but that could be crippling. Yeah, offensive line, big difference. He might take Bama's offensive line over San Francisco's right now. Plus, his receivers at Alabama – I think two or maybe all three of them are going to go in the top 15. It's crazy. It's bananas. Yeah. I think, uh, I think, uh, I think the 49ers have a better shot with Justin Fields or Trey Lance, but, uh, but uh, they're leaning, uh, they're leaning the big kid. Hey, look at this sponsored by Nick Saban, Cadillac Subaru. You're buying a car, whether you like it or not at Nick Saban, Cadillac Subaru pick number four Falcons. Uh, looking to take North Dakota State's Trey Lance, 6'4", 225, mobile. The Bison with a first-round pick. They are the Harlem Globetrotters of Division Two. They call it something else, FCS or something like that, but it's actually Division Two. I mean, uh, they just keep winning down there. Uh, uh, they're pretty amazing. He'll sit behind Matt Ryan, I think, for a little bit, but that bit uh, could be anywhere from two years to an hour. Uh, with Matt Ryan. They might throw him in fast. Well, if I'm the Falcons, I, I would hope that he can sit behind Matt Ryan for at least a couple of games because he only started 17 games in college. That is Yikes. not a lot for a top five pick. And I get what they're doing. He looked great when he did play, but that is a small sample size, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're taking a risk here at uh, Atlanta if they if they take this kid. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, how do you get the kid more experience besides playing him? But you've got Matt Ryan. It's a, it's a bit of a doozy. Yeah, they might have to. Uh, they Maybe they platoon a little bit. We haven't seen that really much uh, in the NFL in a while. Uh, maybe they platoon the kid in and out and, and, and get him ready sooner than later because Ryan got some years left probably, but I don't know if they're grade A years for a team trying to, uh, trying to still survive that uh, horrible uh, Super Bowl collapse. They got to wipe that out of their brain somehow. Yeah, they really do. You know, uh, a good friend of, of mine and someone who I think, you know, comedian Sarah Tiana is just a diehard Atlanta, yeah. everything, especially the Falcons. And uh, it's just ever since I've become close with her, I live and die with the Falcons just through her. It's and it is a it's like being a Chargers fan. It is a tragic, uh, tragic role there. So uh, I've got the Chargers and then I live through my friends, awful teams as well. So it's a, yeah. it's a fun, fun sports fan experience for. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure it's on. We uh, through someone else, but Hey, at least the Falcons didn't move to Birmingham sponsored by Exasperilla, the soda that tests your patience. Pick number five, Cincinnati Bengals. Probably the first non QB pick of the draft looking at Oregon offensive lineman, Panay Sewell, 6'6", 330, same height as Trevor Lawrence, got 110 pounds of heavier meat on. That's a whole Gwen Stefani heavier than uh, Trevor Lawrence at the same height. Kid, big offensive lineman. They like him uh, and not particularly known for a great offensive line. Uh, at Oregon, they like a survivable offensive line. And they like that when that Justin Herbert kid was quarterback, he scrambled a, a, a fair amount. And actually, they won, a, they won a Rose Bowl, only gained about 210 yards because the kid ran. Uh, so, but he's this kid's quality. Uh, he doesn't go this high in the draft if he's not quality. So they need to protect Joe Burrow at all costs, even if it means learning how to pronounce the name. Penne, P-E-N-E-I, something like that. 
Yeah, well, you, you pointed out that he doesn't come from a school with a particular pedigree for uh, offensive linemen, but, you know, his stats don't lie. Last year, he played yeah. in 13 games. He allowed zero sacks. Even better, he allowed zero quarterback pressures. That's pretty impressive. I don't care what school you're playing at. Yeah, especially, quite frankly, in the Pac-12 that is now uh, sort of uh, uh, pushing hard these uh, sort of new style, crazy defenses where everybody kind of stands up yeah. and then different people run to the line of scrimmage. And it's kind of like a kid's game, but it's, it's what's happening all the way up into the NFL. You see a lot of this. Now you don't see a lot of traditional down. You'll still get a nose tackle. You'll still get an end rusher, but even these end rushers sometimes are only 230, 240. Because uh, they want them flying around doing their spin moves and their crazy little UFC moves and jabbing a guy in the nose and and uh, sticking somebody in the ribs and creating a pool of blood on the field. Someone could slip it. So uh, so that's what they're after. And this kid's big. Uh, so he's going to be facing a lot of mobile defensive backs. Can he handle it? That's why I'm asking. I, I, that's a very fair question. And I think that that's going to remain to be seen. He certainly was doing okay at the college level, but he wasn't going up against those, those top tier schools, excuse me, like Alabama, where, where the real test is going to come from, you know, the PAC 12, yeah. as you said, is, is a little unconventional these days and not necessarily the breeding ground for the pros that it once was in the early yeah. 2000s. Yeah, that's really true. Well, uh, I'm sure Joe Burrow is wishing him great luck. That's a Cincinnati <laughs> quarterback who would like to stay on his feet once in a while. Glenn's Krieg is our sponsor. Full makeup in three minutes or it's free. That's Glitz Creek. Pick number six. Many people think the Eagles are going to trade out of this pick to the Dolphins. That's the way it's leaning right now. And they're, they may pick up LSU wide receiver Jamar Chase, who's 6'0", 208 pounds. Six foot flat, which means he's 5'10". 208 pounds. So they got a six foot quarterback in a tango, uh, Randy Viola, the cat kid. And then he's thrown to a six foot receiver, which is great if you're playing in the Brad Williams football league. But if you're playing in the NFL, can you go six foot quarterback to six foot receiver anymore? Is that possible? I mean, I don't think you can. The kid has, uh, Jamar has an incredible vertical leap at 41 inches. That's nothing to scoff at. But, you know, 41 inches or not, if you're going up against a corner that's 6'5", that's going to be yeah. pretty tough. That's only 35 inches now. All of a sudden, you've just eliminated part of it. And I got news for you. Those corners can jump, too. They're yeah. big, athletic guys these days. And they're, you know, every bit as talented as the receivers, some of them even more. So that's going to be a, a pretty tough, tough putt. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, Miami uh, for a kid out of uh, out of LSU, uh, that's the one uh, playground in the uh, NFL that's as juicy as as uh, New Orleans and Baton Rouge. He could get himself some off field trouble there. <laughs> the uh, the pro athletes do tend to find uh, find problems when they they head down to South Beach, don't they? Yeah, and they don't have to be anywhere near the place. There's guys from Green Bay getting in trouble in Miami. This kid's uh -huh. going to be living there. Could be problems. Sponsored, incidentally, by, oh, this is very fun. My Pillow Case. Make any pillow your pillow with My Pillow Case. Pick number seven, another potential trade uh, to the big trades they're thinking of in the top 10. Lions. 
going to deal to New England is the potential rumor now. And and New England rumored to possibly be leaning Justin Fields. Now, I, I don't personally think this kid's on the board at number seven, but everyone else does. I think he's too good an athlete. I think he's got to go somewhere uh, above this. I, if I were San Francisco, I'd pop him out. Uh, boom, like that. But, uh, uh, you know, th- th- it's dangerous because now if you this would be low to me in Justin Fields' head. So you're putting a chip on this kid's shoulder already, picking him low. How about the Lions stay with the pick and pick Justin Fields? I'm not sure Jared Goff is the answer in Detroit. I mean, he's getting sacked like 16 times the opening quarter. Get a mobile quarterback. That's what I'm thinking. But but I don't know if that's the way it goes. New England gets this kid. Uh, the luck continues up in Massachusetts. Well, let's not forget that they're paying quite a premium for Jared Goff, who was given an a incomprehensible deal while he was in L.A. Yeah. that follows him to the Lions. I agree with you. I think they should take Justin Fields. Justin Fields is an absolute beast. He can move. He ran for over 500 yards last year. He threw 51 touchdowns on three interceptions. I'm sorry, but given the level of competition that he was playing against, you've got to think that this kid's going to translate to the next level. Yeah, and, uh, you know, he played in the Big Ten where they're still playing a lot of defense with huge guys who go to Lowry's for prime rib for lunch. So he's a little bit more used to this height uh, and, and, you know, the speed of that game. I think he's going to do well. Sponsored by Hopscotch, the scotch that brings out the kid in you. Pick number eight, Carolina Panthers look to take Florida tight end Kyle Pitts He's 6'6", 240, immediate help for new transfer in there, Sam Darnold, who uh, when he was a Jet never heard the term new help. So this will be a fresh uh, combo that could start working boom right away down Carolina because they like to play a lot of D and build a ground game and build on that tight end, give, give Darnold someone quick to throw to. Yeah, this this kid definitely, Kyle, looks a lot like the next generation of NFL uh, tight ends. I mean, he's he's modeled his game off of the Kelsey's of the world. And, and, you know, those those guys, you know, that I think sort of started with Gronk. But uh, Kelsey is taking it to the next level. And I wouldn't be surprised if five years from now we're not talking about Pitts the way we're talking about Kelsey. I mean, he's going to be a very exciting player. He plays aggressive, physical football and he has a high football IQ. I think that he's going to do great in the NFL. And that's uh, Travis Kelsey uh, for a lot of my listeners, not Kelsey Grammer. Sponsored by OCDC, the most meticulous ACDC cover band ever. Pick number nine, the Denver Broncos uh, leaning towards Penn State linebacker Micah Parsons, 6'3", 245, speaking to tough Big Ten D. Uh, this is the kind of guy Justin Fields had to face pretty much every week. Looking for, They're looking for next Von Miller, I think, up there, and they build on D up there because when it's minus 18 in Denver, no quarterback's going to look good. It just ain't going to happen. So they build on that D. Uh, plus, although they got starting quarterback Drew Locke out of Missouri, this is going to be season three, I think, three or four for Drew Locke. So maybe go get the Lions drunk in Cleveland and take their pick and get Justin Fields. I'm not sure. Hey, look, Micah Parsons, tremendous defensive player, but I, I don't think Drew Locke is the answer at QB in, in, in Denver. 
I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, Micah is absolutely a beast. He's like 6'2 and 245 and just built like an, an absolute unit. He is going to do very well, I think, but I agree with you. I don't think Drew Locke is really anyone's answer to an NFL conundrum. I mean, I, I just I yeah. sit back and I look at the board and it's like, that's the guy at the top who's going to lead the rest of your team. I just don't. I don't know. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, uh, no matter how good Micah Parsons is and how uh, strong they structure that defense, nine seven, you know, they'll they'll squeak in the playoffs probably. But I don't know if they're getting further unless they've seen something in Drew Lock that nobody else in the NFL has. Uh, a little scary. Well, squeaking into the playoffs this year is going to be a lot easier because there's going to be more teams allowed. But can you squeak past that first game in the playoffs? I don't know if Drew I, Drew Locke hasn't shown me much to, much evidence that that is uh, something to be optimistic about. So yeah, yeah, that, I think that pick is still unlocked. Sponsored by the Gist, we want your money. That's the gist. And finally, pick number 10, the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, it's always the Cowboys leaning towards Bama cornerback Patrick Sertain, the second. He's 6'2", 203. They're looking for the next Deion Sanders. And quite frankly, they found him. He's the next Patrick Sertain, who was a load in the NFL as a, as a cornerback. Uh, he was tremendous. And, and uh, uh, last year's opponents... Stretch the Cowboys' D's uh, farther than Jerry Jones' forehead skin. So they do need help in that back. This may be, to me, the most perfect pick of the first 10. Here's a need, and they are filling it, bam, right on the money. And I'm not a Cowboys fan. Neither am I, but I, I agree. If they were to follow through and, and make this pick, uh, that would be a, a very smart one. I think it would fit in well. They locked down Dak Prescott with that long-term deal and made him happy. So I think that this would be great. Now, unfortunately, I can't put it outside the realm of possibility that Jerry Jones will not draft the aforementioned Kate Upton because he is just absolutely a wild card and you yeah. never know what he's going to do. So if they were to Follow, the, follow down this line, they would be filling a need and they would be filling a need with a good player that can be there for a long time, but I have no confidence in anything Jerry Jones is going to do. Yeah, he's the one guy out of these first 10 who should not draft necessarily the best athlete on the board. Uh, so if a Trey Lance or a Justin Fields for some reason still around at 10, this nutball may grab him and come up with another uh, quarterback controversy that he doesn't need. Patrick Sertain, uh, this kid can play. Sponsored by Gunga Dan's. For really mild Indian food, try Gunga Dan's. And now, bonus pick just for kicks. I'm going to pick when you look down the draft board if anything sticks out at you, or you can agree with this one. Alabama running back Najee Harris uh, is leaning. They're thinking to the Steelers. And if that happens, God is a Pittsburgh Steeler fan because this kid is perfect for Pittsburgh and he's perfect for Mike Tomlin. Hard-nosed runner, big runner, bowls people over and yet has moves. Uh, he's perfect, man. Yeah, he absolutely is. The I mean, I he is one of the most explosive players in college and so fun to watch. The one uh, variable that I see there is 
you've got to start planning for when Big Ben retires at age 50. That's, that's, yeah, that's got to be coming, right? I mean, it's amazing to me that he's even playing again this year. Now, if they were to draft that running back, they would have a very strong case to make with Big Ben. He can still throw a few passes. You know, the deep ball may not go as deep as it used to, but you put a running back like that paired against a veteran yeah. quarterback's ability to throw 10-yard out routes, you can make a real, real solid run. The, the Steelers were no slouches as it was last year. You add in that component of a, a real true threat of a runner that doesn't have any NFL miles on him yet, I think you, you, uh, you're instantly a contender. Well, that uh, tremendous insight, sponsored by River Glance, the Irish dance sensation where only their eyes move. My guest today, the first ever top 10 NFL draft countdown here on Play With Pain, Adam Carolla, producer Gary Smith. Follow him on Twitter, at G Patrick Smith. Good Irish kid. Uh, what else should we be listening to that your magic fingers are touching? Uh, I don't mean necessarily right now under the table. I mean, in the podcast world. Uh, well, a reasonable doubt with Adam Carolla and Mark Garrigus is a, a fun show that we do every uh, Saturday and we've expanded lately uh, as the legal news has become more and more uh, omnipresent and we're doing what's yeah. called beyond a reasonable doubt. It's all in the same feed. Just go subscribe or follow reasonable doubt and you'll get the extra episodes. We do bonus episodes of 15 minutes on uh, 15, 20 minutes on Tuesdays and Thursdays, as well as the full hour long show on Saturday. And, uh, a new show I just started working on, not associated with the uh, Corolla universe. Uh, if you are a fan of the TV show Entourage, the creator and two of the stars do a show called Victory the Podcast, available anywhere you get podcasts. They do a nice mix of recapping old episodes, going through and talking about the experiences of shooting them. And uh, then they have on guests as well. And it's hosted by Doug Ellen, the creator, and sure. Kevin Connolly, who, pay, who played E, and Kevin Dillon, who played Drama. And they have on all kinds of guests from the show. And then they have on, you know, just guests that they find interesting from current times. It's a, it's a fun show. So I encourage people to check that out. That's a blast. So reasonable doubt, beyond a reasonable doubt, and victory, the podcast. Is that something like that? That's exactly right. Chad. Wow, man. I actually had my ears open. 15 bucks. <laughs> there you go. Gary Smith, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for having me, Chad. It was a blast. Follow me on Twitter at Chet Waterhouse and follow my comedian buddy at Real Jeff Cesare, his album. What was I thinking? Streaming now everywhere. And hey, catch my sports simulcast this weekend on the stereo app. We're probably going to do an NBA game with my NBA partner, Bodie Wise, who makes Bill Walton look like a aforementioned Mormon. This kid gets high. He's an he's the only NBA player ever to have it written in his contract. He could not be traded because he got good weed for the Trailblazers. Just download the stereo app. Follow me at Waterhouse or my buddy at Adam Felber, and you're all set. You'll get a notice in the whole thing. Incidentally, sponsored by the Thunderburps. The Air Force belching team. This is Chet Waterhouse reminding you to play with pain.